audio test to make sure I'm choosing the right fucking microphone this time. Are you sure you've picked it? Yes. Yes, I'm sure. Is it spiking properly now this time? Yes. Because she was like, you need to move closer. And then I was like that. <laughs> Episode 12. Are we actually live? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I love doing it to you. I even managed to fucking. I was sitting there thinking, it's like, now just do, do I just do the record and have a look, or it's like, no, fuck it, I'm gonna roll with this. <laughs> Literally, I was talking to my missus earlier, and she was like, "Do you actually know? Do, do you just put that on at the beginning?" And I was like, "I generally don't know at all. I, it's annoying sometimes, and I get tempted to say something he knows that he can't post just to make him stop him doing it." <laughs> <laughs> Just one of these episodes is going to start with a massive fucking sensor beep. <laughs> and then it's just going to come back. And that's what I think of said political issue. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> How you doing? Doing good. It's nice to know the microphones are working. Shut the fuck up. Because people can actually hear me now. Christ, I make one fucking mistake. It's like being a Nazi party, isn't it? It's censoring me. Fuck's sake. It's Russia. <sighs> to be fair, if either of us needed censoring... It would be you. Within reason, yeah. I do it I do it spontaneously quite often, but when you do something that's completely over the top, you do it in such a style that everybody stops stops moving and just focuses on you. You go big or go home, I go small, dribble, dribble. <laughs> <laughs> Is that your motto in life? Because <laughs> I've seen some decisions you've made and that tracks. <laughs> Small dribble, dribble, rather than bigger to go home. <laughs> you do, you literally do mic dropping statements, like this, you you say it, and like literally, if it was a, if it was a comedy, I you'd, have you could walk no out. filter. Yeah. <laughs> you'd say something that's so tremendously out there that you could literally leave, and people would just accept it at that point. <laughs> Water is not wet. Drop gone. <laughs> do you know I grind my gears? <laughs> How so, you doing? Yeah, not too bad. Um, got a week off work now, which is... Oh, you got a week off, was it? Annual, oh. annual leave, or did you look on your phone again? Annual leave. Oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I just forgot that I'm on. <laughs> <laughs> no, I had a had a week to use um, before the end of the year, um, so I took it off. Yeah, what you got planned? Um, going to London at some point, just not overly sure on what day at the moment. What are you going to London for? Shits and giggles. You gonna join the Palestine march? No. Gaza march? No. You gonna go and rip posters? Of I am not people? marching anywhere. <laughs> you gonna go rip posters of kidnap people? See how the day goes. You gonna go and join Just a Boil? <laughs> Just a Boil. Gonna stand in front of a lorry? Did, uh, did you hear they they stopped a fucking ambulance that was on blues? And they actually they always say we let hospital related issues through, don't they? We let emergency services through, it, mate. That fucking. And the thing, what annoys me is they're doing this big fit, and it's like, I understand where they're coming from, I really do. If we want to change the way that the world is going in terms of global warming, then something needs to be done about the production of oil. However, supergluing yourself to the fucking M25, causing God knows how many hundreds of vehicles to be idling and pumping more fucking gases into the air... Complete, complete is wrong. A, yeah. And then, oh, we're trying to stop new oil production. Have you seen the one where they uh, they, they stopped a, a lorry, an oil lorry? And, um, pardon me, a, uh, they were interviewing one of the guys, 
that was involved in the truck, and they were like, how do you feel about these guys stopping you from delivering your oil? And he went, it's, it's vegetable oil. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's cooking oil, mate. It's not gonna, it doesn't do anything. It doesn't make any difference. Um, these guys are stopping your oil. What, how do you feel? It's just like, I'm just delivering it to the chippy. Yeah, it's just cooking oil. It just starts <laughs> laughing at them. Have you seen the uh, video as well that came out last week of the uh, Just a Boil in America where that lawyer pulls out a gun, shoots one of them, and then another one runs towards him, so he shoots him as well. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, if they leave them on the ground long enough, they'll be fossilised and turn into oil. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, like you said, they're, 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 doing, they're trying to make... The, what they're doing is, is that they're basically a load of... Load of middle, the thought middle, is there. They're either old middle class individuals or they're students. Yeah, and they've learnt about all of the horrific things that are going to happen to the planet if we don't stop using. Do you want to know what the funniest one of them was? What's that? One of them was just like, "We want to stop oil production." How did you get here today? Well, I drove. <laughs> <laughs> Have you got an electric car? No, I can't afford one of those. Well, shut up then. <laughs> Have you seen it where the, the people get identified from Just Up Oil and they get seen on buses and on planes and on boats and it, like, driving big cars and it's just like, you... Oh, Jamie's Pornhub just went off. No, it's not. It's um, my uh, work chat about gritting. Yeah, but he didn't deny that he uses Pornhub. I'm a single man. I bet um... if I blue screen this room, <laughs> it'd look like a saw trap had gone off. <laughs> Um, yeah, the fucking, the protest, like, some of the protests is hilarious. It's like, just stop oil, we need to change the world. I'm now going to go get up in my fucking four-litre V8 Range Rover. Have you seen, have you seen <laughs> the, the thing that came out on TikTok of the group of people that, you got just stop oil, and there's a group of people that are formed, use more oil. <laughs> and when, when they attend, they attend some of the just stop oil marches, and they stop them from moving. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It's, to be fair, right to protest. You can't stop it. <laughs> oh, <No>, you can't. <laughs> so, I'm going to jump straight in. We've got a couple of questions. How many have we got this week? Uh, so, we have two from Amy. Okay. Um, wait, hold on. Uh, three. Sorry, we've got three questions from Amy. Okay. Any from anybody else? One from Stuart that's a voice message that I have not heard yet. So can we I, splice that into the podcast? What? So can we like when we go to answer Stuart's question, you splice the podcast so we can insert his voice clip. I was just going to hold it up to the microphone and play it. Yeah, that's really technical. Let's do that. Yeah. <laughs> should, should we go Stuart's first? Stuart, please don't be racist. We're, we're, I was about to say we're going to listen to this for the first time together. Yeah. So okay. Let's is, do Stuart first. It, this is going to be an experience. Yeah. Question time. So, what's the weirdest thing you have experienced in a relationship in the contents of what they do and you've gone, what, to? Or you just find it just weird that people do things that way? First of all, was he whispering? No, I think he was just... It's very... Uh, he, uh, I he felt was, very ASMR there with the way he was talking. <laughs> he was probably at work. <laughs> <laughs> Finish the welding. What would you do? If you... <laughs> yeah. So the, what's the weirdest thing that would make you go, what? <laughs> yeah, or the weirdest thing that uh, a partner has done. Weirdest thing, okay. That, that's just not... It's giving you the ick. That, I wouldn't say... I, I fucking hate that phrase. 
giving you the ick. I hate it. <laughs> Have you seen those videos on TikTok? It's like, oh yeah, what they, gives when you they the invite, they go to, what gives you the ick? And it's just like, oh, when he wears his seatbelt and then a guy <laughs> swipes over to a fucking notes <laughs> app and it's like 300 different things <laughs> of basic fucking PPE. <laughs> yeah. You know, that sort of stuff. <laughs> Okay, so it's not giving the ick. It's just something that you look, you go into a new relationship and you think, whoa, that's a bit strange. Almost sort of like, wait, people do that? That's that sort of, that's what I'm taking from okay. that. Okay, okay. You can go first. I'm desperately trying to think. <laughs> I, I've been out with some fairly normal people. In terms of what they do. Uh, okay. Okay. <laughs> This is a good question. <laughs> it is a good. It's a fucking good question. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm desperately trying to think. I mean, I dated an autistic person, and even then, there wasn't anything overly weird about that. <laughs> there wasn't anything there that she'd done that was mm. out of the ordinary as such. Jesus Christ! Uh... Well done, Stuart. This is a good question. Man, we should have we should have read this question before we started. Oh, about, this is definitely one that we should have come like gone into. I, I quite like the idea. I didn't know if on Instagram, if once you listen to an audio, it disappears. So you kind of left it. So I left it. It's like I am going to save that for the podcast. And I'll, as soon as I hit play, it's like I am concerned. Do you know what annoys me? Is I'm really struggling, but I'm pretty certain some of the people I've been with would use me as an example. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know people have used me as an example. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Um, oh, fuck's sake uh, what do you mean he does something that's really weird well when he eats shepherd's pie he always mixes it all together he doesn't just eat it by a spoonful <laughs> yes that is something I do <laughs> think for other people other people I can think but man this is a difficult question should, should we should we go on to go some on. of the ones that yeah, Amy's yeah, we'll, we'll come think back about this to in the it. background yeah okay sure we will answer it just not quite yet. Um, okay, so the first one about Amy, or from Amy. Um, what's the most embarrassing or funniest thing you've both ever done? Tell the whole story, not just the embarrassing scene. So should we do it as individual and then something we've done together that's quite embarrassing? I mean, our lives. Does that does that cl- cl- qu- yeah, qualify? No, 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 we need to go. Okay, so the most embarrassing thing I've done... Because thing I don't really get embarrassed that much. The, something I saw or something I read once was the most embarrassing thing that has happened to you. The other people involved don't remember it because what's embarrassed like you. The the sense of embarrassment is a very personal thing. Yeah, and it's like what could like uh, unless you do something massive like. Oh, I was walking downtown. I decided I wasn't going to wear pants that day, and my trousers fell down and flashed the entire town. You know, that is something that then people go, "Oh, some weird guy had his dick out in town earlier." <laughs> you know, that's something that. But and you slowly become folklore. Yeah. <laughs> well, mate, it's twenty years ago. There's a guy over his dick out. <laughs> oh, look, there he is. <laughs> juggling Jim. Got juggling Jim. You'd be waggling Willie. <laughs> <laughs> He's playing the guitar. You're doing something completely different. Or fiddling dick. Yeah. <laughs> okay, most embarrassing thing that I can think of. Oh, it's two. There's when I fell asleep in the in the uh, in the oh, bloody hell, not Pentagon, fucking 
Vatican? Vatican, Vat- yeah. Vatican. When I fell asleep in the Vatican and it was locked, they put the, the gates up so I couldn't walk out and I ended up being followed by police. The second one is when I got stuck. That already qualifies both as funny and... Yeah. <laughs> uh, the second one is when I got uh, taken into a dark room by Chinese airport security and I'd buried a Attack on Titan replica blade into my pack and they picked up on x-ray and I had to try and explain to them that I was actually I wasn't a terrorist but actually I was a 20 something year old man that, with a little toy sword does that really count as embarrassing it does when they laugh at you oh okay <laughs> <laughs> pull it out go it's just a toy it's just a toy and then all these fully grown men laughing your head off at you that was perfect <laughs> but I wasn't that embarrassed I was quite happy I got to keep my sword but they I mean, I guess other people would have found that embarrassing. <laughs> uh, with you, I'd probably say the most embarrassing thing we've done. Sitting there while watching our friend run into a kebab shop in just his shorts with a blow-up dolphin saying, help, I'm drowning. I'd say the most embarrassing that we've done, but it probably wasn't that embarrassing, was when we got to the point where we were too old to trick and treat, so we dressed midget up and convinced people he was our child and carried on trick-or-treating <laughs> for another two years. <laughs> if people knew what we was doing, I would guess that could be perceived as embarrassing. <laughs> yeah. Now, now, what do you say? Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> he doesn't really talk. He's kind of embarrassed. Uh, yeah, come on now, bro. <laughs> Let's go. Remember when we... Because we stayed in the church on Halloween, didn't we, yeah. for for charity? Oh, yeah, that's an embarrassing one, yeah. Um, that was for you. Yeah, I got right with that guy. IBS um, me. But can you remember, because it, it was Halloween, wasn't it? Yeah. And we... Was that for charity? Yeah, it was. we were raising money for the church. Oh, yeah. Um, so we decided to sleep in said church on Halloween. Yeah. Um, uh. Pardon me. And Disgusting. can you remember, we went to, it was like, fuck it, we're going to see if anyone's actually going to like let us trick-or-treat in this. And I think we were going to, oh no, that was it, we were going door to door, I think, for the charity money. Okay. Um, you was with us, and we went to my next door neighbour. It was ice cream. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, I'm oh, really she... sorry, I don't have any sweets. We don't normally trick-or-treat, but here you go, and gave us a bottle. Uh, yeah, it's so like, hold on, I'll be back in a minute, and then like me, you, and uh, my brother got fucking... <laughs> three tubs of like Hagen dust, didn't we? Hagen dust, but it was like Ben and Jerry's. Whatever it was, it was, premium ice cream. I was about to say, whatever it they was, rich. it wasn't cheap shit. <laughs> we realised your neighbours were quite rich at that point, and we that and the fact that they also donated fifty quid for us yep. to do it. Yep. So and then we immediately went, oh, we better take these back to your freezer, and then we yeah. carried on. Awesome, we've got ice cream. Okay, back home. <laughs> Put these off. Now, okay, let's keep going. <laughs> Let's only go for the rich houses. <laughs> the rich houses have the good stuff. <laughs> yeah, I think what I'm yeah. waiting for the day for for a trick or treat uh, to come round, and it's just like I'm really sorry, mate. I've got no sweets, but I did just order pizza and so, pizza. Um, another <laughs> embarrassing one, actually, which if people had seen us would have been really embarrassing, is when we had the after party from the prom, and we were all still drunk, and we decided to walk to Stoke Ferry Park. <laughs> and Jamie, uh, one of our friends, took their shoes off and walked the whole way there with no shoes and no socks. Oh, I completely forgot that he took his shoes off. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then he realised when he walked back that there was glass all over the floor. <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> that was that was not a smart move on his part at all. 
I'm certain people saw us because we were a load of 16 year olds playing on a little toy train set, wearing suit wearing trousers suits and, and shirts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, still drunk at like 6 a.m. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> um, I'm I'm desperately trying to remember sort of like embarrassing situations, and it's like the the main one that's sticking out to me, and it wasn't even that bad. Is when I, it was in. In high school, and I accidentally called someone by the wrong name, and it it just I the sheer dread. I thought it was someone who was in our class, and it turns out it was actually his older brother. Oh, but it, yeah, it just uh, it's a very standard one. I can't. I've you, got to. This, I don't feel much shame now. And also, you don't you 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 never used to do a lot of embarrassing stuff in no. our friendship group. You're pretty timid. Yeah. Like I know, I remember when one of our friends used the N-word, thinking it was funny, and then when he swung his arm around and accidentally slapped a year seven black kid in the face. And he got done for a racist hate crime in the school. And he had to convince them that he wasn't Jesus a racist. Christ. <laughs> um, yeah, in, in terms of embarrassing, so I don't... I mean... I mean, as, as a teenager, I think the most embarrassing thing that can happen is when you're sitting down and you get an erection. And then you know you're going to stand up in a minute. Okay, it's time to go. No, I think I'll just stay here for a minute. Um. I'm a big fan of this whole bending over and hobbling out of classroom, actually. <laughs> I've heard, heard Buddha's doing it. It's really good for you. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's... I mean... Getting rejected in person is quite embarrassing. The first time. <laughs> After about five or six, it's, it's pretty normal. Um... Yeah. Also, when you ask someone out to dinner at the age of 31 and they say, well, why me? And your response is, why not? Um, and then look at, I mean, admittedly, that's sort of like hindsight embarrassment. And then when there's like, oh, you've got my mum's number, just give her a message. Like, I'm 31. Why the f- I was 31. Why the fuck did I say to this person? You have my mum's number. Just give her a bell and let me know. Was it you that I was with? Was it you I was with once when I was walking down the road? And there was a girl in front of us. It couldn't have been you. It must have been somebody else. Continue the story and I'll let you know. <laughs> okay, so I was walking down the road. It was, in, it was in in our area. It was still quite young. And there was a girl, really attractive girl, in front of us walking down the road. And we're, at this point, we was going through this phase of saying, oh, yeah, we'd tap that, we'd rape that. And he said it. And the girl heard it. And she Yeah, that it. weren't me. <laughs> <laughs> but I say, if that was you, that was embarrassing, mate. Cause she heard you. <laughs> she ran. <laughs> um... Uh, and with saying like the funniest thing it's like that's there's so many like situations I can't pinpoint one situation it's like that situation there was more hilarious than anything that's ever happened what's that? Uh, I'm saying I can't it's there's so many um, so many fucking what about when Mel slapped you? was that her name Melissa? you got slapped in school Oh, um, oh, it wouldn't be too bad if she just slapped me. Um, she kicked and punched and everything else. I was about to say, she full-on assaulted me. Yeah, that's pretty embarrassing, because we all saw that. And she kind of just stood there really annoyed. Yeah. I think we even took the mick out of you a little bit for getting beaten up. Um, no, what it was, was... So, as a bit of backstory, because as Amy said, she wants the full story in this. 
Jamie's a slag. Um, it was I on the school bus the day previous. A kid who I was sitting next to back when he was a kid. Not now. Y- yeah, this wasn't last week. Uh, <laughs> is, he's not admitting to a crime, everybody. He's, he's reminiscing. Um, he's rem- at the time, <laughs> I was, I think, 15 or 16. Yeah. Uh, I was sat next to a kid who was in Adam's year, my younger brother's year. Yeah. Uh, and he called someone, a girl on the bus, a bitch, as she got off the bus. Okay. That then turned or got turned into somehow the next day when I got into school um an argument occurred between me this girl and her older sister okay um because I called her a bitch and it's like no I didn't get your facts right and all that sort of stuff and there was this massive verbal argument um at the quad to the point a teacher came over had a go at me but not them okay had a go at me it's like you need you can't call like you need to calm down what you do. And it's like, they're accusing me of something I didn't do. Yeah. Um, it was then, I was walking towards reception for something. I then got jumped by the girl's sister and her mate. Um, got kicked, slapped, scratched. Because um, I had scratches on my mu- on my face for about three four days. Yeah. Um. It and they tried to spin it on me that I went for them because you know after the first couple of slaps and scratches, I grabbed their arms. I grabbed her arms, you know, to stop. And it took uh one of our art teachers to drag the other one off me. Um, I then went round because we had ICT that morning. Um, I wasn't present for the fight, but I was. I was at the. I was in the classroom, wasn't I? Yeah, I never made it in the classroom. We were queuing up outside, and then everyone in the class. Oh, you got beat up by girls. Rah, 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 rah. Um, so I was like, "Fuck this!" Turned round, walked out, um, and started walking home. Um, got. That's when you had your money and mates joined you, didn't they? Uh, Stephen did. Oh, yeah, O'Connor. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we started walk. I started walking home. Um, got to the dip in between Whittington and Methwold. Yep. And one of the PE teachers was driving to school, and she went, "You do know school's the other way, don't you?" And I went, "Yeah." Carried on walking. Um, <laughs> by this stage, I think I don't know if the school had or if I had got in touch got in touch with mum and said look this has happened so mum picked me up by the time we got to Whittington um but less Stephen (laughs) yeah (laughs) he was never seen again um yeah I was picked up then when it got to I then got an unofficial day's exclusion because you left because I walked out of school she got a lunchtime isolation. That was it. Uh, and if that happened this day and age, they'd be expelled. But it, uh, I know my mum's argument with the school with it because they were saying, "Well, why is he getting a unofficial days excluded?" Like he was attacked and all that sort of stuff. And 
Yeah. Oh, well, you know, because he he put hands on them. It's like he stopped them from hitting him. Um, and you have a teacher's word here to back this up. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it was, I think my mum turned around and used the argument. If this had been the other way around, Jamie would have been out of school before he haven't even had a, he'd have been expelled before he even had a chance to explain. Yep. Um, good old early 2000s. Yeah. Should we move on to the next question? Yeah, yeah. You took a very long time answering that. Yeah, I have a habit of doing that. Fuck, that was boring. I just want to jump you and scratch you and slap you and punch you. I don't even know where that fucking... Oh, you said about the being attacked by a girl. That was pretty embarrassing. Yeah. Yeah, that's why. Uh, has a guy sla- or girl slash guy, and then she's put, can't assume your preference. Cool. Ever said anything to you that's just completely put you off going any further with them? If so, what? Also, flip the question. Do you think you've ever said anything cringy that could have been a turn-off? If so, what? Yeah, we were we well, we were quite needy individuals, so I'm assuming we've said quite a lot of stuff to girls in the past that really put them off us really quickly. I know I've was messaging someone uh in a certain way will go. Uh and I basically I said something that was just a bit much and she went, Yeah, no, that's just killed it for me and it's like yeah, hmm. that was that. It's like, well, what are you gonna do? Shit! What are you gonna? I'm laying down. What are you gonna do? I'm gonna peel over you. No, it wasn't and like that. Slap your dog. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. You've just killed it. <laughs> no, it wasn't that. It was just I went a little bit too far with it, and it was just like <laughs> I'm gonna stamp uh, on oh, your no. knee so you can claim Pip. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ! Uh, and in terms of something that someone has said to me to put me off. Um, when they laughed at you when you fell down the stairs. <laughs> yeah. That, the thing is, I still stayed with her for a little bit, didn't it? Um, it's... In in terms of actually... Because I'm not a very social person. So talking to people and that is a, a difficult one. But I do know, I do have two things that... When I'm going through Tinder or Bumble, two things that are a definite no. And that's if they're unvaccinated, because that tells me that unless there's a medical reason, they're one of these, well, they're just trying to control you, blah, 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 open your middle, the third eye, blah, 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 and basically a dick. And also if they're a vegan. And underage. I mean, that as well, but I don't have (laughs) underage people coming up on my search. So, (laughs) but yeah, I... Those are the two... You should date a vegan. I'd like to see how well they survive no. in your family household. The The way I look at it, I can deal with... I've dated vegetarians. I can deal with vegetarians. But the problem with vegans... I've yet to... I think once have I met a vegan that's not... Not, mili- that's not militant. Not, yeah, not sort of like, well, well, what you're doing is you're contributing to an animal holocaust. No, I think you'll find what I'm doing is cooking myself a really nice bacon sandwich. Uh, <laughs> I know a vegan that's, who don't, doesn't impose their lifestyle. The, the the one I know, he's he was a vegetarian anyway. Yep. Um, he then found out he was lactose intolerant. So he had to go. So it was just easier healthy. to say he was vegan. Because yeah. there are people that have to be vegan for the health reasons. Yeah. But and I I, I've had many conversations with him about the like the ethics for it and was saying about, you know, look at it, the um not much is wasted of an animal now. Because anything that 
like take a cow for example you've got the leather you've got all the meat any scrap meats that aren't suitable for human consumption then gets um sort of like mixed up and then put into like animal food and whereas back in the day we used to just shoot things and leave them to decompose on the floor yeah basically <laughs> uh, but yeah that's that's the only thing i can really think of off the top of my head that's uh if if someone's got and they're like oh i'm a v and like a pretty very open and upfront about what was the question again i forgot um what is something that someone that you're attracted to has said yeah that has put you off um, or what's something that you think you've said that has put someone you were attracted? Uh, I think the big one, off? the big one for me when I was younger was I used to use the "I love you" very, very soon. Oh God! Yeah. I mean, you remember in high school, I used to have a girlfriend nearly every two weeks. <laughs> I think we even did the maths at one point. <laughs> yeah, and I used to always use the "I love you" very quickly. Yeah. And I think that's a massive put off for anybody. And I think for me. It's when someone becomes overly possessive. Go on. So, I was dating a girl who I'd met on Tinder years ago, fucking years ago now. Um, and after the second date, she started stalking my social media. So if a girl commented, she'd then message me, go, okay, so who's that? And I'd be like, what? <laughs> What? I haven't even seen the post yet. How do you, what, what? Sounds like <laughs> one of our friend's exes that we know. <laughs> and then I'd explain it, and then I'd be like, I don't know, I'd be like, I don't know, bar, bar red now, what's it called? One, bar 100 or whatever uh, it's called. Bar red yeah. is... Uh, bar red Kingsland. Yeah, it's now changed. Yeah, the eagle. And I'd be in there, and the photo would pop up with me with a load of people, some of them being girls, some of them being boys, some of them being the band members, and then she'd be like, oh, okay, so you're just out with girls. And I'd be like, I'd be like what the fuck? <laughs> that puts me off. Yeah. So, um, go, what, what, what? I you did answer there. We've got to go at Stuart's question, haven't we? Yeah, I'm. I'm still thinking. What was it again? <laughs> I'll play it again in a second because uh, I've got. Uh, oh, what, what? What makes something that makes you go war yeah. about about somebody? Um, which basically I think very much ties into the question that Amy's just asked. Yeah, but I think something shock horror. Uh, I've never really I don't think I've ever had something that really throws me off but then I my jobs that I've had in the last decade at least mm. I've seen everything you become yeah. very desensitized to a lot of stuff yeah. I've, 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 had, I've I, noticed I've become a bit desensitized to stuff, not necessarily to the level you have but I mean I've I mean obviously I go out to RCCs and everything yeah. I've been put off by two physical things situations so once when I was in school I didn't like a girl's perfume Right. So it put me off straight away and I dumped her. And then another situation when I was living in Kings Lynn at the old school mm. and I was regularly seeing a girl and during intercourse once she got a bit too carried away and she almost broke my... Oh. And that immediately, that's it, I didn't want to touch her. Because <laughs> I'd see her and I'd think of my PP being snapped. <laughs> Apparently it sounds like snapping a cow. Yeah, yeah, that's what I heard. <laughs> so oh. she did it and I went, oh, get off, get off. <laughs> And I looked at it and I started like looking at the mirror and play. I was like, you okay, buddy? <laughs> you okay? It's, it's okay. We'll, we'll get you the care you need. It's I even, okay. I walked out of the room and everything. just left her in there and I was just sitting there with it. I was like, <laughs> comforting it. I was like... <laughs> and then every time she'd mess with me to come over, I'd be like, I'm really busy. And she'd had, she had a friend who lived in the school as well. So she'd see me through the window and I'd be like, I'm really busy. Like, I can see you. And I'd be like... And then I'd quickly stand up and do so, like hoovering or something. <laughs> 
over the ceiling. I need to look busy. <laughs> you can only see half of me. The other half, which is the bottom half, it's actually mopping the floor. So fuck you. <laughs> so yeah, I had those two, but I've never had something that really like goes. Oh my god. Of the um, the one. I mean, it was. I mean, it's fairly fucking tame, really. I had one girl, or one of my exes, when I was with her. Um, as we were going out, she said, like, she went, said, I want you to bite me. I was like, right. So I sort of like <laughs> done a little bit of a nibble on her neck. She went, no, harder. I want you to treat me like as if you're a cannibal. Um, so I did. She then fucking moaned at me because I left teeth marks on her neck. It's like you fucking told me. <laughs> <coughs> <coughs> So, just trying to think of some of yours. She did also do something that was one of the hottest things I've ever fucking seen, but I'm not getting into that. She urinated on you. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, it was. We. At first, it was weird, but like thinking about it afterwards, it's like, actually, no, that's quite hot in a weird way. What was it? Um, When I was. uh, I'm trying to think how how explicit to be it's fine we put, we put the warning on we put mature content warning on our Spotify yeah. podcast whenever I fingered her yeah the the first time um afterwards she was like pass me a hand and then she put my fingers in her mouth and she like licked herself off of it oh which is weirdly hot <laughs> And at first, it was like, what the fuck? And it was like, oh, no, wait. <laughs> I held a comment there. I did really well. No, go for it. <laughs> it's really hot, and I was about to say, especially if they're on their period. Oh, my God. <laughs> 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 oh, no, not, not period, no. But do you get cold sores? Yeah, because they're herpes. Yeah. Yeah. Have you ever tried to have, like, sex without kissing? Yes. It's so fucking awkward, isn't it? No. I, I, mate, I find it so awkward. No. Not really. No? Okay. No. So, there we go, Stuart. We answered your question there as well. It took a little while, but we answered it. Yeah, and we learned that Jamie likes fingering people on periods. No. <laughs> Who then look it off? No. No. <laughs> okay. And, uh, last question now from... Oh, we've got another question. Yeah, last question from your girlfriend slash... The mother of your child. I like how you worded that. What are your views on marriage? <laughs> so I'm religious. Well, I, I have faith, as you know. I'm not like heavily religious. I don't like preach the word of God and all that stuff. But I do attend church. I listen to the United Christian Broadcast Radio, all this other stuff. And my missus knows this as well. She knows that I care a lot. I like the baptism I've got coming up with my son. I care a lot about the religious side of it. Um, Why would you have a baptism? I mean, anyone involved in that entire situation should just feel bad about themselves. (laughs) Still on to being a good godfather, yeah? yeah. (laughs) So so when I look at marriage, people go, oh yeah, it's the unification of two individuals, it's the celebration. I see the religious side. Mm. And because statistically marriages fail, I don't want to stand in front of my, my... a divine... So I don't want to stand on a on the aisle of a of a church, and then make a claim to a divine entity that I am I am or they are we are going to be in a successful marriage for all time. 
yeah. because I don't like the idea of deceiving. Have you considered? Uh, Pardon me. Um, nope. No, not considered that. Okay. No. no. <laughs> yeah. Have you considered like registry office? No, it's the same thing in my head. Oh, yeah, because registry office is a branch as branch existed, branching off the idea of a, of a religious wedding. And there's other options out there. You've got um, you've got um, the celebration of partnerships, and you've got stuff. There's there's like four or five other options out there. Yeah. That look more appealing to me than going through the legal religious side of a marriage. And it's not even like people say, do you want to, you don't want to get married because of uh, the legal side? No, no, because common law exists. So, for instance, me and my partner, if we never got married but we split up, she could claim common law and she could still get stuff. Yeah. So it's nothing that to do with and that. the fact that she is the mother of your yeah, child. Is sort of... There's there's loads of there's loads of legal things already in place. There's no, it's nothing to do with that. It is the for me it's that I can't confidently say that this is going to survive. So why would I make that preach to my yeah. I mean, I've. My older brother has definitely got divorced. And well, if he's like, not sure, then. <laughs> <laughs> um, and my younger brother has had issues. We'll go down that route. Um, I know I was engaged. Um, there's there's been two times where I've sat there and be like, right, I'm. Um, this is it. I'm. This is the long haul now. Um, the first time I moved out of my parents, the girl I lived with then, when I lived down the road, um, it was, I was getting ready to, that Christmas, like the Christmas after, when we eventually <clears throat> split up, I was going to get a ring, and I was going to propose. Okay. Um, She then left me on Valentine's Day. Uh, <laughs> Good song by Linkin Park. Yeah. Um, I hear steps. What do you think? Someone's in your house. Well, no, someone's just come in there. But depending on who it is, because I know Jamie said she was going to come over. You think they're just going to walk in in a second? Well, Jamie could. Stick your head out the window, see if you can see a car. That this dark, can't see shit out there. Um. Anyway. Yeah, and I was obviously actually engaged uh, in my previous relationship. Yeah, um, and again, it was one of those. I was everything was right. This is it. This is what my life is now. Um, but yeah, shit happens, and yeah, but that's what, it's that's, not, this isn't the question. No, I've You've I've gone on a tangent. I still very much believe in marriage. Okay, there we go. Um, and I, at some point, would like to be married. Um, but it is very much a trying to find that right person now, because that's twice now that I thought I'd found them, and turns out I hadn't. Well, you said to me, you don't really like socialising, and you're an introvert, so the right person for you would be a D&D fan, deaf, mute, blind person... <laughs> Who doesn't so that way they can't talk to you? They have the same hobbies and interests. So what you need to do really is hang around the disability area of the hospital. Oh fucking hell! There we go. <laughs> and just wait. Just walk around with your bag of dice, going, "Oh, what am I going to do with all my dice?" And then just wait for the the mute female. What, just wait for Helen Keller to go. Yeah. If that's what turns you on. <laughs> 
Oh, sweet Jesus. <laughs> Thank you for the questions. It's still not 10, which means we don't do the merch. Any more up- merch? No. We need 10 questions for a merch update. So, what I'm going to say, because we... I don't, we don't think we've mentioned it, about the fact that we are going to be starting a... D&D we have podcast. become so huge no, that not, we are now branching our that's, podcast that's, out. That's, and that's, it... that's, that's, let's not go too far with that. We are uh, so massive. We can fill arenas with air. Technically true. Um... <laughs> with that big, that we have decided to look at launching a D&D podcast. Don't know what we've called it yet. I mean, I said we should call it Dungeons and Dragons, uh, the Dungeons and Dragon Douches. Dungeons and Dragons and douchebags. Dungeons and Dragons and douchebags. Yeah. Well, we'll we'll have a look. But the name is very much in workshop phase. Yeah. Um, but we're just trying to figure out at the moment on whether we're going to be doing it through this channel or whether we're going to be making a new channel for it. Um, I don't think we should make a new channel though. I think it should link to our pre-existing because we are so huge, and massive, and to have such a cult following that our fans would be really disappointed. Yeah. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Okay. <laughs> um, but I think it will also. So it will be available on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Um, as or, we're going to be doing audio only for the start. Uh, we will be running the Call of the Netherdeep adventure, which is the Critical Role adventure. Ooh. Um. And we. Um what we will probably do is have some form of it on YouTube as well, but it will still be audio only. Um, and it'll just have like on screen will be our character stats and all that sort of stuff. So if, if you are one of those people that listens to me, like put something on YouTube and then puts it to one side and just listens, you can, if you use Spotify podcasts, you can. I don't think we should put it on YouTube. I think we should do it on Twitch. What just straight up, do 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 podcasts and then every so often do a special edition where we live stream the live stream it. Oh yeah, onto Twitch. Yeah, but instead of there being video, because some of our participants aren't there yet, we will put a like a logo or a a cartoonized version of all of us that are D and D in there. Yeah. Or if we can, we can set up like Roll Twenty or something so people can see our What's characters going on? but can't see us ourselves. Yeah, it it's very much a. We're trying to figure out the technicalities of it. We're going to set up as a podcast. It's going to be audio only for the beginning, and it's just going to revolve yeah. as we do it. So it will improve. It, it, it may get to the point where we agreed that it can be live streamed with video one day, but yeah. we're going to start off audio only, and we're just going to see where it goes. Yeah. It might get no popularity, and we don't do it anymore. Yeah. It might not be a regular thing. It might be a special edition thing that we do every couple of months. It's going to be... So the players are going to be the the session or the players of my campaign so that's going to be yourself uh mikey and jamie i'm going to be playing and then ben is going to be our dm so he'll be dming and either me or you are going to have to be in charge of everything else all the electricals yeah or we both will be probably on the same side to be honest yeah because then that way if there's a problem me and you can brainstorm together and we can hit each other yeah because fuck you do what the fuck you do <laughs> um yeah so and then if that goes well it will potentially go um i mean i've got a homebrew world that's going 
um, which we obviously have a session in, but if we go into it gets popular and we go full in on that, then I will start a new same world but start a new campaign in there. Yep. Um well, it could just be a series of one shots. So after we do that we could do a series of different one shots where each one of us who does D and D takes turns me and the dungeon master. Yeah. And it because me and Ben are regular Dungeon Masters. Jamie has done it once. I've got a story design that you know about that I've still working on. Yeah. If, if I keep working on it, it's not going to be a one-shot. <laughs> oh, what? You mean like your session in Norwich? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, said, well, well, I only thought that was going to take half an hour. It's like, you have obviously never been the fucking yeah. DM before. Because if you think something's going to be half an hour, times that by six. Yeah. <laughs> well, it could start off as a one. I could do one level of the one-shot. I could do one level of my campaign. And then if it's any good, it can just come back as a special feature. And I know I've mentioned it before, but... if you want to know how fucking the simplest of things can be dragged out listen to critical role and the 45 minutes it took them to open a fucking door (laughs) but yeah so when that goes live tune in comment subscribe we'll be releasing a series of merch for that as well because you know it's all about making money yep um and then you know we will try and make it as i mean we're all I've been playing D&D for about three and a half, four years. Two years of me now. Uh, yeah, you've been playing for about two years. Ben's yep. been playing for about six, seven years. Yep. Jamie's been playing for about two years. And Mikey's probably not far off that as well. So we're all in a position where we all know the basic set yeah, of rules. but we and... will try and keep it simple and try not to overcomplicate and things. We'll and we'll explain stuff. So if one of us casts a spell, we will, we will explain Oh yeah, there the will be... It's the way... I mean, me and Ben in that respect are very similar um, with our DMing style. Yeah. If it's the first time a spell has been cast, it will always be a, how does it appear? Um, and we will try and be as descriptive as possible because, you know, if you're going to do something that's theory of the mind, you might as well give you some uh, ingredients to work with. Yep. So yeah, keep an eye out for that. And the other thing is, is that if this ever gets too big, I mean, we keep talking about it, but we'd like to have like either a venue or a dedicated space for this kind of thing one yeah. day. Because I mean, we, we said the about the spare, we... the spare room you've got, but that wouldn't be big enough for a D&D oh, Definitely show. not. It'd be big enough for our podcast. Yeah. If we put two separate sofas and stuff like that, but it wouldn't be anywhere near big enough for the D&D side. No. So it might be a case of if we get to a point where it's we've got a popular thing going on with Spotify, we could look at hiring a cheap venue where we could go regularly and do it. Yeah. It's because at the moment, obviously, we do everything in my living room. Yeah. Um, which is, I mean, it's a fairly sizable living room, um, but it's the, not. Pro, it's not pro. No, that it is not. And if we ever want to do a live stream event for like our podcast, it'd be nice to have a design studio set up kind of thing rather than yeah, what we've got. Which, I mean, like ne- next to me, there is a apple pie carton that I left here two weeks ago. All right, look, okay, <laughs> it wasn't two weeks ago; it was last week. Oh, I'm sorry, because <laughs> I was in London two weeks ago. <laughs> for the march of palestine um i have no motivation to do anything right leave me alone <laughs> but yeah there we go cool there's that bit thanks for the advert what's the next thing on the agenda for today's podcast i don't know i don't have one you don't have one i don't have an agenda <sighs> how do you feel about gta 6 coming out the announcement uh well they've announced that they're going to be announcing it soon they yeah, didn't they for twitter didn't they D- they announced that at some point, like soon, they are going to be announcing news on GTA 6. So they announced oh. the announcement. Oh. And that's because somebody leaked the idea of GTA 6. Oh, fucking the leak of GTA 6 has been going. Or the, <clears throat> the rumours of GTA 6 have been going around for so fucking long now. Yeah. 
Um, <clears throat> because my favourite idea for it is them linking all the main cities. So Liberty City, Vice City and San Andreas all uh, linking together. Which would be phenomenal. Whether they do it or not. And with Red Dead, because they've already said that Red Dead Redemption and GTA 6 are in the same universe, just different timelines. Oh, God. Yeah, so it'd be interesting. Um, you know, you've now got the capabilities. Obviously, GTA 5 was made on the capabilities of the 360 and the PS3. Yeah. Um, and it just got upscaled every time a new console came out. Yeah. Um, they've now got the Ability. capabilities of the... PS5 and the Series X. Things like ray tracing and all that. <clears throat> they can yeah. make it look proper lifelike. And then yeah. with virtual technology going the way it's going, it wouldn't surprise me if they released a virtu- VR version. And even VR making adapted. the world more alive. And AI involved. So it Because it, it, when you do an open world place like that, the world gets created when it's within view. Mm. Whereas they could just, with, the, with the equipment and the, the technology we have now, it can be AI generated. Yeah. And with the AIs being more complex there, because the, 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 like GTA Vice City and 5 and all that, there's code for how the people react. Yeah. They could use AI to make the, the NPCs very spontaneously random. Yeah. And give them a more lifelike reaction. So you know they're not going to do the same thing. So when you got someone punch someone, they're not going to immediately get into a fucking fight stance. They yeah. might do something completely different, and they did. They did hint at the in the rele- in the leaks about the idea of like the policing is going to be vastly different, and mm. there's going to be more CCTV, and it's going to be harder to commit crimes online and stuff like that. Yeah, could be very interesting. It'd be good for role play. Yeah, um, which GTA Five became famous for online. Yeah, role and play. I think to the point of I think G or oh, Rockstar have even got official role play servers now. Yeah, they have. Yeah. So, so yeah. Cool, yeah. It's it's going to be interesting. That's for sure. Um, it's nice to see that while they have milked GTA Five for all it's fucking worth, they are actually working on a new one, as opposed to Bethesda with Elder Scrolls. Yeah. Um, that they're just going to keep re-releasing Skyrim in multiple different formats. Yep. Forever. Yeah. It just makes no logical sense. Well, they'll, they'll do that for a little while. I mean, Bethesda's got it's got the Elder Scrolls because mm. the Elder Scrolls is a massive world. They could just keep yeah. releasing. Forever. Well, the thing is, they've got ESO. Um, oh, what's that? Elder Scrolls Online. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I don't think it's anywhere near as popular as what they wanted it's, it. To never be. has been. Never has been. No, because Elder Scrolls. Because they wanted a multiplayer, it's the same as Fallout seventy six. They wanted the the fan, the, we the fans wanted capabilities to play with our friends. Yeah, but open world versions of those things don't work because the mechanics don't yeah. pull over. Yeah, well enough. And and the thing is, when you've got something that's an MMO as such, um, all you've got to do is just look at the absolute shitstorm GTA Online is. Yep. Um, well, they did Final Fantasy Online as well, and that failed. Big MMMRPGs and role-playing games and all that kind of stuff. They, yeah. they, they have to. They can't have a pre-existing fan base. They have to be separated and their own thing. The Elder Scrolls needs to be an offline-based game. If you want to do two-player, it needs to be two-player offline, or it needs to be local air network only. Um, yeah. It could be online. It could be online where you go in and you find two other people to play the game with together. Just a co-op mode. Kind of like D&D mode where you create a, a world and you play together in that world. And then yeah. when you both leave, when you all leave, you save that world so you can keep going back to it as a team. Minecraft. 
There we go. Yeah, literally like that. <laughs> literally the, that that kind of way. Yeah. Um. Sorry, the way you was describing it, it's just like that's fucking Minecraft. Because <laughs> ultimately, Elder Scrolls is a it, it, it can be treated like D and D. Yeah. Form a form a team, go do adventures. Yeah, Dragonborns are a little bit different. But... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it, that kind of premise. That's how they need to do it. They need to, Minecraft worlds, and then you just go link up with people. You don't search for people online. You do it with friends. Yeah. And you run it together. Um, I do think online co-op needs to be a bit, a lot more. Uh, have you seen that someone? Um, have you seen that someone uh, homebrewed uh, a Halo Infinite um, battle royale? That is more popular than Halo Infinite. That doesn't surprise me in the slightest. I watched the video. I mean, the graphics are crap, yeah. but the idea of it works really well. Mm. And uh, you have elites and brutes on the map trying to stop you, and you have bosses which are like brute chieftains and stuff like that to fight. Hunters and that. Whilst you've still got other Spartans trying to kill you. Yeah. So it works really well. And I think if um, Microsoft 343 took ownership of that and developed a... The, the problem is, is I can't fucking stand battle royale games yeah you see i like apex legends i absolutely adore that game i the the, the problem is i'm not good enough at games well this to... is where this is where something like apex legends they've now got team deathmatch and they've got capture the capture the bases so mm. you would play apex legends but you'd play whether you can respawn each time mm. and that's you'd probably enjoy apex legends then because yeah. the oh, I've, stuff... I've sort of like i go in and out of apex yeah so now they've got those those new things you'd mm. probably play apex more because of that i mean i'm always on team deathmatch stuff i hardly ever i mean i'm really good at the battle royale not good as a sweat out there who can mm. get like 30 kills and 4k damage i can get like five or six kills and 1800 damage <laughs> one kill and suddenly end up in the final <laughs> <laughs> how did you get hit i avoided everyone <laughs> i've got a video on my twitch somewhere i think it was with, with midget where he was someone called gibraltar and gibraltar has this thing where he throws it and bombs come down and i we was in the final two and we just yeah. we just hit the whole game and I, well, there's there three teams. There was us now fighting in a really enclosed area, and I was like, "Midget, throw your ultimate, we'll win." And he threw it, and he hit a tree, and it bounced onto us and killed us. <laughs> <laughs> you can just hear me laughing my head off. Fun. So we had to run in and fight with no shield. Fucking tastic. <laughs> but yeah, I I don't like battle royale games. It's like I've been playing Warzone, uh, but I we fucking hate Warzone. but we've been playing. I think it's I think the mode's called Resurgence. So like when you die you come back. Come back, yeah. Um and I just the idea of a Halo battle royale, while it could be good, I think there's other things they need to focus on at the moment. What I haven't to, what I haven't make, played the campaign mode yet. What they need to make is an open world Halo game. Well they did, that was infinite, wasn't it? No, but you can't see other players on it, can you? Oh, okay. So like an, idea, an MMO. An MMO, so Halo Halo Infinite style, but like you all become different style of Spartans, or you can choose. You can choose to become a, an ODST, a Spartan, or um, a Space Marine. Um, and you, you have to work to do uh, what they call like um, not boss fights, when you have to do like timed like timed events. Spartan ops, Spartan ops, kind of things. Yeah, yeah. That and, was a good mode in Halo Four. Yeah. So you have the option, kind of like RuneScape style. So you have areas where you do solo play, where you complete your own missions and stuff, and then you've got mm. PK areas where you can go out and do joint missions. Yeah. And you just like they could do that for all of the original Halos. So Halo One, you drop down, you choose. Division done that well. The division. 
Yeah, that worked. Yeah, Division like you was had fantastic. Every you had it was an MMO, and you literally got you go on the map and you got a PK area. Yeah, there there is literally an area that is you dedicated that area, to you go into that area. You can be killed. Yeah, yeah. friendly fire is off. Yeah, or that, that on off. You could kill each other. That would work really well. So they could redo like Halo One, and you all choose a thing. You all drop in. And you start from the very beginning, and like instead of you following the mission campaign, the mission campaign still exists, but it's events based. Yeah. So th- when you activate the flood, there's an event where you got to try and control the flood to get away. So and- basically, what I'm getting from that is you want Destiny, but in the Halo universe. That would work fantastic. <laughs> we need Bungie back. <laughs> is what we need. Yeah. <laughs> to, to be fair, that would work with the whole range of. <laughs> specialities of spartans that is especially you go through halo infinite at the moment and look at all the different armors and that yeah each armor has got some form of even if it's just most of them it's just a couple of sentences of this was developed for use on this certain planet which had this environment and all that sort of stuff you've got and especially when you get into the likes of the spartan fours and you've got the high boosters, and you've got the recons, and yeah. you've, got, you've got all the but speciality helmets, so you can make yourself a very unique... Your your original Spartan 2s were very much... Uh, you've got John, John... Well, no, Spartan 1s, or... The, what was it? The Orion? The Orion Project. Yeah. Which, yeah. Was, which is which which Halo then, Reach was the original... Uh, uh, no, so... Because I, I was looking this up the other day. The Orion... You had the Orion Project. Yeah. Which was, um, o, which was ODST people, meaning... No. Wasn't it? No, the Orion. You had the Orion project. Yeah, and that then got disbanded because of mental health and for for whatever reason it got disbanded. Halsey then came along and created the Spartan Two program, which involved kidnapping children, yeah. placing clones on the planets that then eventually died of yeah cancer and stuff like that. Um, yeah. So Halsey then came along and done the Spartan Two project, which became original a people of the Orion project then basically, colloquially, became known as Spartan Ones. Yeah. And they referred to themselves as Spartan Ones. So they weren't made by the Spartan Project, but they're referred to as Spartan Ones. Yeah. John 117, yeah. a, a, a.k.a. Master Chief, yeah. was a Spartan Two. And Spartan Twos were very much... Uh, what were the reach? Were they all Spartan Twos? No, only one of them was. That was uh, George. George, the big one. George was a Spartan too, and because that was the interesting one. The if you remember in Reach, whenever Halsey came up, yeah, he called her all, all the others were a bit dismissive of her. Whereas George was very much uh, know what she says is gospel sort of thing. Yeah, because of the way the Spartan twos were made. Yeah, they were made to follow her orders to the T. Yeah, and so they- George was a Spartan two. Yeah. All the others were Spartan threes. Okay, there you go. And then in Halo 4... They're Spartan 4s. Yeah, they're Spartan 4s, and that's when you've got the just high-achieving um, high Marines Yeah, um, were then given small aug- augmentations to then become Spartan 4s. They, they were sent to hunt Master Chief, and Master Chief at that point is basically... Got that's Halo to- 5. Halo 5 is when the... Oh, yeah, they're sent when to... Chief yeah, get- when Chief but yeah, they're, Spar- they're Spartan 4s. They got AWOL because Cortana's gone AWOL, and he's searching for Cortana... Yeah. And they they treat Master Chief basically as a god, because when they go up against him, they're very aware that he is he is the yeah. person who ended the war solo. Yeah. So the Spartan Fours are very much basically just very good soldiers that are given that little boost, whereas Spartan Twos were raised from birth, 
or, or from young ages and, and completely yeah, augmented. They were specially picked for this process. Yeah. So as the Spartans have gone through, they've gotten slightly less powerful. Yeah. But I'm trying to think for life. Yeah. With the variations you can get of the skill base of the various Spartans. So it took me a second there to actually figure out where how we got on this tangent. <laughs> you could very much make an MMO out of just being a Spartan. Um, even if you then included the ODST side of it as well. But even then, a lot of the ODSTs, especially the better performing ones, because the main one is, is it Buck? Uh, what, the one, game? Yeah, yeah. Uh, that Nathan Fillion voiced in ODST. Yeah. He then goes on and becomes a Spartan 4, because he's on Locke's team yeah. um, on Halo 5. Halo lore, everyone. Do, 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 do. I was <laughs> may have been looking at, because I'm sitting there, I'm debating getting audible. Oh, to read the books. Yeah, there's a lot of books now. Yeah, because I used to. I went I, when we when I was a religious Halo fanatic. I was reading the books. Yeah, and the lore goes right back to the primordials, right through to the, how uh, humans were actually meant to be the the uh, the the next race from the primordials. But the um, forerunners got jealous, mm. killed the primordials, went toward the humans, reset them back, and it. And because they did that, the fucking um, a flood, which were primordials mutated, yeah. then were able to get through the humans to kill the four. There's an entire the backstory for how yeah. from from the original from the origins to where we are. It's incredible. Yeah, because it's, it's quite it's quite interesting because you've got the talk about the forerunners and then you start going through the uh, forerunner stuff and a lot of that is uh, Prometheans, which are introduced in Halo Four. Yeah, um, and then. The forerunners start going on about the precursors. Yeah, pr- primordials, precursors, which are mentioned in Halo Infinite. Because, Infinite. In, yeah, because there's uh, they have these. I've, I've, I really need to play the campaign properly. But, yeah. Um, in in they have these like plaques where they store the DNA of different aliens. Yeah. And everybody's theorizing that one of those is the 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 precursor is a precursor. Yeah. Halo's designed so that they can they could make loads of spin-offs on games, movies, books. Uh, TV shows because it's such it's, it's, it's a massive universe now. Yeah. I mean, when we used to play, it was quite even small. if they just adapted the fucking books, yeah, into games, it'd be fantastic. Or even films, it'd be fantastic. Mm. Well, the thing is, you've got the Fall of Reach, the 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 first Halo book, which is fantastic. Um, oh, no, and, and then you got Contact Harvest. Yeah, because Contact Harvest is, is when based they, around when, when humans when the humans first meet the Flood, not the Flood when they first meet the Covenant, um, the Covenant. Yeah, and it's actually a brute meeting a human that starts it all off. Yeah, um, I oh, know the same. It's humans meeting jackals, then they meet the whole. They meet the um, covenant because harvest was where wars is set, isn't it? Yeah, it's war set on harvest. It was that was the first initial contact. It was contact harvest. That was the start of the war, and then the next one was the fall of reach in the books. Um, because Fall of Reach was their war planet for the humans, so basically they made sure they did everything possible to protect that. Um, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's the I know um, the Fall of Reach. I know you've got the game Halo Reach. Yeah. But That's Fall of Reach snippet. goes a yeah. lot More deeper, deeper into, into it. it, it? Yeah, massively deeper. So I fucking I love Halo. I love it so much. Um, too bad you're only good at Halo 2 can I just remind you when we were playing the other week the amount of times I fucking 
I'll split screen and I let I you don't win. get don't fucking start coming up with excuses. <laughs> oh, no, I, I, I was split I was a bit shut the fuck up. <laughs> you were doing bad, alright? <laughs> I was letting you guys win. I felt bad for all of you. Oh fuck off. <laughs> get control, start the Xbox up, let's fucking go. <laughs> and then I start winning <laughs> ridiculously well. Uh, shut up. <laughs> Fucking hate Halo for darts. <laughs> for dominoes. <laughs> Bullshit. But I do want to, yeah, so I was going through Audible um, and was like adding the Halo books to my wish list because at the moment I'm currently listening to Critical Role yeah. when I'm gritting. Um, so once that's done, that's probably when I'll then go over to Audible. Uh, pardon me because there's also a couple of critical role books yeah um, and yeah there's like 30 odd I think fucking Halo books so I'm just looking for a good Am I the Arsehole okay sorry because we haven't done one of those for a little while no we haven't um, because we've been fairly decent with it to be fair um, I'm going to have a quick look from my photos see if there's like a conversation point I can find uh, I'm thinking of get a tattoo soon Finally, was it the Lincoln Park one that you've been designing for 10 years? No. And I've been designing that for 14 years. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, no, it's going to be a D&D related one. Oh, yeah? So what I'm thinking is I'm going to pull it up on the screen so you can see it, but I will also describe it. Um, so just give me a second. Where is it? There. So what it is is for those who play D&D you have the rogue symbol which is a dagger or a sword but with like a what I can only describe as a burglar's mask above it um i found a design that it was um there was silhouettes of dice with a sword hilt to basically make the dice look like a sword but the hilt looked really basic so i was looking at it and was like I wonder if I can implement the rogue thing into there somewhere. Um, because rogue was the first class I ever played. Um, and I fucking love rogues. Um, so yeah, that's... I mean, that's only like the first sort of like run-through that needs to be revised and everything. But what do you think? It looks good. Where are you going to put it? Down in that band that would be down the front of my arm there. Yeah, no, it looks good. I mean, the uh, it looks like a, looks like a balaclava. Above the dagger. Yeah, that's... That's the... The rogue. Yeah, as I said, that's literally from there down. Yeah. That's the rogue symbol. For everybody that's listening, he's putting out his penis at this point. Yeah. Yeah. So from from there down to the shaft, that's your rogue symbol. Yeah, it's a very small symbol. Yeah. Um, I mean, it'll fit really nicely on your penis. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> have, you, have you seen, like, all the class symbols? No. Because some of them, man, are really cool. Um, and, like, leave themselves open to um, to tattoos if that was something you wanted to do. Um, D&D class, there we go. No, that's Pinterest. I don't want fucking Pinterest. Pinterest can fuck off. Don't you start. Um... Because you've got stuff like the the Warlock badge. For context, Jamie's now on the internet showing me different D&D 
Yeah, very nice. So uh, that warlock one down in this bottom left corner here. Yeah. That would be a sick tattoo. Yeah. Um, and as I said, the others are. And what my intention is is I'd like to get all of those symbols somewhere because I've played all of those classes. Why don't you just get a D and D piece done with all the symbols? Because I like the idea of that the rogue like dagger at the moment um, and then potentially look at seeing if there's another way that I can implement them all into another design all around the arm probably yeah so it's all one piece yeah and that can be your dice throwing arm then I mean to be fair I'm right handed so yeah power of Grayskull <sighs> oh and that one <laughs> critical hit ah <laughs> <laughs> you missed damn it <laughs> oh that was definitely a one <laughs> I've got a I've got a um, a soft D twenty that I just threw at Paul and missed okay. entirely. I've got an a. He's got one. Let's go. I've got. A, I'm, I haven't read it. Oh, no. I just found it and I thought oh, we'll go for this. Yeah. It's called. It's an Am I the Asshole? At least I hope it is. It's called the Reluctant Babysitter. Um, I twenty seven F and a friend twenty four F have kids the same age. They're two. Uh, we recently did a girls' beach trip. I left the my child at home with my husband for the first time. And in consequence, for the first time in two years. So, uh, just quickly, and, Jamie has sent me a Snapchat. How's the talking? You making sure it's actually from the mics this time? Nice. <laughs> okay, back to what I was saying. So, I left my child at home with my husband for the first time, and in consequence, for the first time in two years, was child-free. My husband does what he can regarding our, char- uh, our kid, and does a lot, but is gone a lot for work. So I've never been apart from my kid for more than a few hours uh, before someone says my husband has an issue. Um, or my husband and I have an issue. Um, this isn't the issue here. My friend f- brought her child, which no one in the group had a problem with at all, except my friend has a habit of letting, or rather forcing, others to watch slash parent her kid. Every time we hang out, she kind of checks out, goes on her phone or wanders off, and sort of dumps her kid on the friends group. Well, on this beach trip, which was overnight, she did just that to me. Now, remember, this is the first time in a long time I have been kid-free. Um, of at least my kid. Mm. And here she is, dumping her kid on me. Uh, her kid is asking me to play with them, walk with them, you know, kid stuff. And I just want a fucking break. But here, my friend is, playing on her phone, just totally checked out. I tried to redirect her kid back to her, saying, oh, you should ask your mum to play, to which she says, without missing a beat, no, you have more patience for my kid. Anyway, you play with him. My blood fucking boiled, and I explained to her that I left my kid at home because I wanted to be kid-free for the night and not babysit hers. She rolled her eyes, and I just lost it, and told her to stop being lazy and watch your own fucking kid. Of course she was pissed, but the rest of the group had my back. But my friend was so angry... I can't help but feel like I'm in the wrong. Am I the arsehole? No. Should have called social services. <laughs> you should have taken that kid somewhere really remote, called the social services, and said the kid's been abandoned. If you've got a child and you are currently in care of that child, then that child is your responsibility. Yep. It's not... It's, I mean, I know kids always want to play with the new people um, or their favourite people and all that sort of stuff. However... That kid is yours. It's your responsibility. Yeah. If people offer to watch them for a couple of minutes while you do something, that's a completely different story to you 
coming being in, on your phone and just being completely checked out and then you walking off on your phone yeah that's just lazy hmm. and bad parenting especially if in front of the child your friend has made the point of um sending the kid back to you and you've kind of refused them because your kid can hear that yeah. so no you're not the arsehole um your friend's just a shit parent when she's with our friendship group and she needs to sort herself out she's a mess yeah no it's just it's not on Jamie's sexting no <laughs> but yeah it's the, the especially when if, if the child if their kids are both like two so like early toddler yeah. it's like any free time you can get onto your get to yourself is fucking sacred at that stage I'm not gonna lie someone like that needs to be sterilised <laughs> Yeah. It needs to put some bleach down her vagina. That's <laughs> mm. where the Nazis are. <laughs> no, 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 no. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Is there yeah. anything you want to discuss? Is there anything that's on your mind that you want to talk about? Any ideas you've got? Any conspiracy? Oh, just anything. Conspiracy theories. Yeah, we'll go conspiracy theories. Why not? Do you believe in them? Depends. Okay, I'm gonna chuck. I'm gonna chuck three conspiracy theories at me and y- at you, not mm. me. And I'm you're gonna tell me if you bl- if you have it, believe in them, and you have to explain why. Yeah. And if you don't, you have to explain why. Okay. Flat Earth. No, because it's just fucking retarded. Why is it? Why is it retarded? Because literally everything in the, um, in the world points to the world being spherical. Yeah. Um, the fact that we can't sit here and see Mount Everest for a start. Um, you probably can't. <laughs> you are taller than me, in fairness. Yeah, um, yeah uh, the... And I know what your counter-argument, because you're just going to be a count... You're going to counter it to be a dick. Uh, all the photos we have of Earth um, are a bit spherical. Yeah, you know. There we go. Um... And I just don't feel that with how delicate governments can be with communicating with each other and how sort of like brash it can be as well, I cannot physically see every single world government, every single space agency agreeing, right, we're just going to tell everyone that the world's around, but it's actually not. This... They fucking disagree on the, like the most basic of shit, like human rights. It's like they're not going to be able to keep something like that fucking under but wraps. I watched a guy on YouTube put a camera on a balloon, and it proved it was flat. I'm fairly certain that that one proved he was wrong. Oh, I don't know. My favourite one is the oh, if the world is flat, we've got these two pieces of wood like x amount of far distance away, and, and there's they- a hole there, and if it's flat, then we should be able to see the see the light through the hole. And they don't. Uh, if it's round, it's going to need to be X amount of feet higher, and th- then that proves that it's round. And he's like, I'm now going to prove it's flat. And he's like, okay, put your torch on. So, your torch on? Yeah, okay, I can't see it. Um, hold it above your head. And as soon as he does that, you can see the light, and he goes, interesting. It's like, well done, mate. You've just fucking debunked your own... <laughs> Your own theory. Okay, so flat Earth, you don't believe in it. No. Okay, so you flat Earth out there, you're all piece of shit. Okay, next one. Was, up, sorry, just quick. So, have you got a flat Earth friend? No, but oh, I, was I have seen. Um, so I don't know if you've ever seen signposts that are 
or signs where the sign's not visible, that it's closed. Uh, one of the more common ones around here is when Welney floods. Okay. And you will see a sign that's closed, or when it floods, it opens up. A1101 closed at Welney, follow diversion. Yeah. yeah. Permanent signs, but not always visible. Okay. There is one of those uh, at the approach to Old Walton on the A1 at Peterborough. Okay. Someone has spray painted on the back of it, research flat earth. And it's just like, you fuckwit. <laughs> you absolute fuckwit. <laughs> Sorry, carry on. Next next conspiracy theory, let's go. Hollow earth theory. Apparently there is a way to get into a hot, into a different world from Antarctica. That's been covered up by the governments due to a treaty that was signed by the international governments. To not mess they with can't even stick to the fucking Geneva Convention. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> what, if, what makes them think? Well, you, if you watched you watched King Kong, have you watched the latest King Kong versus Godzilla? No. Well, they've hollow earth in there. I mean, if there's giant monsters in there, we don't want them coming out. It's the the fact that we have you've got the deepest point on Earth, which is the Marianas Trench. That we know of. No, this... we've, we've only mapped out what like three percent of the ocean, something silly like that. You can get a rough idea on the yeah. depth. Yeah. Marianas Trench is, so far, if you want to go down that route, the deepest part of the world, the deepest we can go into the world's crust that we know of. That we know of. All right. Uh, how deep is the Marianas Trench? Let's have like a quick ten look. feet. It's not ten feet. Like twelve feet. Mariana Trench. Uh, Mariana Trench is... 13 feet. Uh, no. But fucking give me the depth. Come on, give me the depth. The, 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 the deepest point of the trench is more than two kilometres farther from sea level than the peak of Mount Everest. That doesn't help. So it's only two kilometres. No, that doesn't sound right. Depth in kilometres. 11 kilometres. 11 kilometres down. Yeah. The deepest part of the Mariana Trench is 11 kilometres, which is about seven miles. Yeah. Okay. The deepest man-made hole yeah. in existence is in Russia. Yeah. Uh, is 12.3 kilometres yeah, because you're Deep. only getting through the first layer of the crust of the Earth, and then by that point you're hitting a different kind of material which they can't get through. Uh, no, what it was at that stage, the rock is more like plastic, um, and the mining equipment fails, melted. You, you, too, at twelve point eight kilometers or whatever it is, you're looking at um, temperatures of upwards of one hundred and eighty degrees Celsius. Okay, so 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 the equipment needed to drill further down needs to be more heat proof. That and it's a case of the closer you get to the core, the hotter it is going to be. There is no way round changing that. So you don't believe in a hollow earth theory? No. Okay. Okay, well you put some logic in there. I'll give you that. <laughs> I'll give you that. Okay, last one. Twin Towers. Clearly an inside job. That one. Full slag. So some people think so. The, the 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 argument is two planes hijacked, smashed into them, and also then one into purely the just the twin towers. If yep. it, but the entire day was, I think five. Five towers went down. Two no, of them, five planes. 
five players. Yeah, but two, for, oh. three of them, three of them hit target. Two of them failed because one of them got brought down in a field by the passengers, and another one I don't even know what happened to the other one. No, sorry, it was four planes. Yeah, one yeah. of them got brought down in a field in Pennsylvania. One, one went the into Pentagon, the Pentagon, two into towers, and two into the towers. Yeah. So this is this is the argument. So people say actually what happened was it was a it was a uh, pre-planned detonation to try and prevent uh, America declaring bankruptcy. Um, because then, well, well, Tower Seven next door also came down for some reason. Despite the fact that it took absolutely no structural no damage, no structural damage whatsoever. Plus, the way that the towers came down apparently looks like a, de- a pre-detonated something that a detonation plan. And if you look at the way number seven, so so this is what I do believe that the, it the, was the an material, inside job. The material that the, the towers are made out of should be able to withstand the heat that the planes would have jet fuel would have generated from the explosion from crashing into them. Yeah. So. I mean, there's an argument that the top built, top half got destroyed by planes because they did smash into them. But the argument then is is that the rest of the building should have been structurally safe because it's designed to withstand that kind of temperature. And then the Pentagon... They would, I, the, if the I whole, remember this correctly, I think they were specifically designed to withstand a plane going into them. Yeah, because of the height. And then the, with the Pentagon, people argue the hole's just not big enough for a plane. The hole's not big enough. The fuselage they found doesn't match up, and, and the black box doesn't match up with the fuselage that was found. Plus, it's the it's the Pentagon, which is like the building for the US, and, and their the CCTV only camera footage that is does so pixelated. No, not even that. The pi- the footage so that the cameras frame. that day, I so, believe, were under maintenance, so were switched off. Very convenient. How's that fucking? Yeah. You don't you don't turn the cameras off. You turn off a set of cameras with with other. You cameras replace there. them. Yeah, at the <laughs> Pentagon. Yeah, so that I very much do believe that was uh, maybe not necessarily to stop them going into bankruptcy, but to help. But I do war, feel like go, they were looking for a reason. So you think it's a false flag operation? The government, yeah, attacked themselves to try and build up morale to justify. They were, a, a they were looking war against Iraq. And... They were looking for a reason to go into Afghan. Okay, so we got because do you want to know why? Why Afghan is one of the largest producers of opium poppies. And they had an oil reserve can, that they wanted to tap into. Oil reserve at this stage is almost irrelevant. But if you look, if you look from from two thousand and one to current day, if you look at the map of war in the Middle East, America and and uh, neighbouring or friend friendly nations targeted countries that were not cooperating with America that had significant oil reserve. Yeah. And the only one they didn't go for was Iran. But if you look, the, they're basically encircled with war with Iran in the centre. Yeah. Um, yeah, but it's I, I do think they were looking for a reason to go in, and that was there. That so they basically constructed it because I think, uh, and again, it's one of those everything that happened. There's just a whole list of fucking coincidences that doesn't sit right. Yeah. Um. But it's I I've watched a couple of documentaries on it. Uh, well, I say documentaries. I mean, however you want to speak to experts, like explosive experts and building, and they'll go, yeah. nah, nah, that well, look right. at the footage of um, uh, World Trade uh, World Center uh, World Trade Center Seven going down. Yeah, the building. It was a long block. Yeah, and it collapses in the middle first, yeah. which is exactly how it's done under a controlled detonation. The when the towers collapsed, there is explosions underneath, like you, at you the bottom. The, you see the little like puffs of smoke before yeah, it. Yeah, the goes way down. it collapses is a controlled demolition. demolition. Yep. Um, there's photos of the girders that were part of the structure melted. Um, no, not well. D- yes, there's that, but you've also got the girders 
um, have got a perfectly like diagonal cut on them, which when you uh, are detonating or demolishing a building, you put the the deck cord on it at an angle, so it sort of like slides down like that. Um, and just there's a lot of a lot of inconsistencies and things that um, no one was willing to explain. Why why the fuck was it not flagged up that there was two people that did not give a shit about taking off and landing, just wanted to learn how to fly? How did that not flag up? Well, they were. They were, they were being watched by CIA and everything, so they were aware of these individuals. They just didn't act on it. Um, you've got the fact that you go. F- um, the Bush family had links with the Bin Laden family. Yeah, because they all went to the same school. and um, the On the day... On 9-11, the nearest airbase were running drills. So weren't able to scramble jets to take down the planes? No, this is where it gets better. We're running drills on a hijack situation heading towards New York. Right? So when the radio call came in... They ignored it. ...of there is a terrorist situation... Um, of a plane has been abducted, or a plane has been hijacked. One plane has gone into the towers. A second one is in, or a second one has been hijacked. Um, the question was, wait, is this real or is this the drill? So they needed, they now need to and run a drill they, of a drill for the drill. They were um, two hours away at the time, um, so, so wouldn't have got there. They had plenty of time to shoot those out of the sky. Um, yeah, I've already covered the, uh, the the Pentagon one. Just nothing of that makes sense, and the fact that it only went into the side of a building, there was not much fuselage left. No. So, flat Earth, you no. don't believe in hollow Earth, no pile of shit, twin towers, I too, too many inconsistencies. I, for I, it I to think be. there's some truth there. Yeah. Okay, there you go. Not necessarily for the reason that you said. Yeah. But I do think, because the, the way you look at it with... Well, um, I believe it's all about oil. I mean, World War Two started off because of oil. Yeah. The first the first attack was in Africa. That wasn't, it was in Poland. No, no. If you go back for the entire history things, there was a yeah. there was issues in... It wasn't Africa, where was it? Middle East. I think yeah. it was Middle East? Uh, over a rail area for oil. Ah. Uh. And then the issue with Poland, and then that's how it all kicked off. Yeah, but yeah, the were running high anyway, and then they did that, and they were like, "Okay, fuck this." Yeah, um, but the the same way that America tried to have the occupation of Cuba, yeah, um, and Colombia, um, if you control, like, if you have control over the drug export, because that's it's, pardon me, it's a well, well, that's what they, that's it's what, a well believed theory that the CIA controls or has a very large hand in controlling the import of drugs to the states well look at the mk ultra project yeah um so if you control one of the largest exporters which fills up the of, m- of the opium in the bank yeah if you control the country which is the la- one of the la- largest exporters of opium you then can, you can you're, the you're golden system, yeah and america is famous for invading a country or going into a country covert and then replacing the government with a puppet government that works alongside America. Yeah. But, 
yeah so yeah conspiracy theories are a weird one um there's the whole when your idea for a conspiracy theory is oh scientists are lying to you at that stage i can i just ignore everything you say like covid yeah when everybody was like oh yeah if you take uh if you take uh the vaccine you're gonna you're gonna get blood clots and die which actually it was in the, it says one percent chance yeah. and did people did die of it but then when there's like six billion people yeah, taking but it's it the, it's the same one in one, one, in one 100 million people can get it and six billion people are taking it yeah. statistically people are going to die but then the argument is if you actually read the the back of your like when like oh, the argument of some girls and they're like oh, i'm not doing it because of that i said but have you read the back of your um your uh your your Pill. pills for protection they can cause blood clots and kill you no, they can't read it. There's a side effect panel. One in one in one hundred, this can happen. One in one thousand, this can happen. One in ten thousand, this can happen. One in one million, this can happen. You can yeah. die because of your pills that you're taking. Well, it's the same way with um, the so ibuprofen is my painkiller of choice if I take painkillers. But it does have side effects. Yeah, and some of them and can be quite severe. One in one million, one billion. One of them is if you went to the doctors. If you're asthmatic and you went to the doctors, they would not prescribe you anything which had ibuprofen in it because ibuprofen has been known to aggravate asthma. Yep. Um, the only reason I take it is because I know I can take it. I know I can get away with it. And wants to fuck his but, up. Yeah, fuck it. Why not? <laughs> it's, they have to legally say what the chances are. Yeah. My other personal favourite, antidepressants with their side effects. Yeah, some What's one of the effects. first side effects that they list when you first start taking antidepressants? Uh, Increase in suicidal thoughts. Yeah, which is why they say that it's a, it's a with with a uh, antidepressant, it's a it's a gamble. You get put on one lot, and yeah. then in six weeks you have a med review to see how you've handled it. And if you haven't done a really good job, they then take you off those and put you on the next lot. Yeah, and that's how it works. There's no there's no set perfect pill. For oh like, no, that's why there's so many different varieties. Yeah. I'm on fluoxetine. Yeah, but fluoxetine you... fucked me over. Yeah. So I had to come off fluoxetine. I'm on, I'm on beta blockers when I have to take them. I can't do any other ones. The other ones don't work. I mean, beta blockers aren't an antidepressant, but sure. No, no mine's anxiety-based, so the beta <laughs> ah, blockers right. then slow down my heart rate, give yeah, me yeah, enough yeah, time yeah, to yeah. process information to then relax me. Yeah. I'm surprising that fluoxetine didn't work then, because fluoxetine is literally for depression and anxiety. Yeah, it's an SSRI, but um, because my mental health issue isn't a a depressive issue mm. it's just what happens is basically i get situational anxiety so my my i get really intense heart rate and it's all physical symptoms yeah and then cause me to have irrational thinking so the beta blockers slow it all down right so i take a as and when required yeah but well, yeah the search only worked for a little while yeah that's but i don't need to be on it regularly right whereas beta blockers is as and when yeah it is very much that if yeah, there's not a perfect pill in that respect. Right. But yeah, people who sit there say, well, well, you know, it's the, the one that made me laugh was they're trying to get you to get the vaccine um, so they can put a microchip in you and track you and so they know what you're doing. Yeah. And it's just like, I'm sorry, let me just have a look. Oh, posted from iPhone onto <laughs> Facebook. So you've got a social media company that makes its money from selling your fucking information and tracking every single thing you do (laughs) with a device, be it iPhone or Android, they both do it, with a device that listens to your conversations and then will target fucking ads to you. 
Not only that, though. How many times have you been on your phone? And, you and I, I'm going to answer ask this question to everyone listening. How many times have you been on the phone or been talking to your friend about something? Something's been said about three or four times, and then the next time you've opened up Facebook or YouTube or something like that, That's you've then got an advert for yeah. it. Happens all the time. Yeah, I even do it for shits and giggles sometimes. I can. I was having a conversation with my little brother about AutoCAD once. And that's all you got. And next time I... And this was all in person. This wasn't over the phone or anything like that. This was in person. And then I got a... I started getting adverts for OCAD coming up on Facebook. With 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 the COVID vaccine, the other thing that I, I used to get really annoyed at, so they go, oh yeah, Pfizer, they're just trying to, you know, they're not testing or stuff. And you go, it's going to hurt you. They're trying to control you. Go, go to Pfizer's website. They're not a new company. They've no. released about, I think, 200 different other... Something... Is it, is it, like, I think Pfizer... Are, who make Viagra? So they've been around for a long time. They've yeah. created a lot of pills. We've taken a lot of their produce. If they wanted to control us, yeah. they wouldn't do it on the one that we're iffy about. They'd be doing it on all the other fucking pills they give us. Yeah, you know, Astra, AstraZeneca. They do the exact same. They've released a load of pills. If they wanted to mind control us, they wouldn't do it on the one that we're iffy about. They'd do it on all the other be ones. in your paracetamol. It'd be in your paracetamol. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it, it just. It, Fucking begs belief, and um, then they go, "Oh yeah, they made the co- they've made it too quickly. It's not going through." No, no, no. So the process is it comes down to funding, and yeah. when when you've got celebrities and multiple governments chucking that money at it, it can be processed really quickly. But when they are trying to make a pill for something really random, like I don't know, they want to slow down the effects of Ebola, nobody gives a shit because it, it's it's not a Western issue it's not even that it's this was a fucking global pandemic, pandemic. people didn't this was die. every government in the world was trying to work together so, to sort this fucker so, out so you had celebrities you had governments they're all chucking money at it and then the minute they had like fires and everyone going i think we've got one they then flooded them with money research scientists yeah. everything to help right them. get this through as many it, like as many get through as quickly as possible yeah yeah, and they did do everything. They did do human trials and all that stuff. That's why they knew about the symptoms. Yeah, the arg- the argument is like, well, well, that they didn't test it properly. It's like, yes, they did. Okay, so it hasn't got the say ten years of fucking testing that um, a a new painkiller goes through and all that sort of stuff. And what they've done is they've made something. They've gone right. Okay, this prevents the infection of this cell. We need people to sign up to to, to be human test like. And then there's also the statistics. Um, so they know that if there's going to be a great loss of life because of a virus, but there's only going to be a minor loss of life because of the pill. Yeah. It's the it's the pros and cons of it. Yeah. Risk is great. Uh, the reward is greater than the yeah. risk. If they, if they think 10,000 people across the planet are going to die of potential, uh, potential unknown complications like blood clots, but the pill is then going to save 5, five billion. But then you've got 000, that situation there. Whereas, as this is where I said earlier about the unless there's a medical reason. Yeah. It, because it had the potential to cause blood, cause blood clots and that sort of stuff, they were saying if you have a history of them, you can't take you it. You cannot take it. Yeah. And also, if you have the following, they just say to you, if you have the following side effects after it, please consult with your doctor ASAP. Yeah. That's why, as soon as you have your vaccine, you've got to sit there for fifteen it's, it's, minutes. It's not like you took it and then as you walked out, they went. <laughs> Sucks to be you. <laughs> and then you turn around and they're just sitting normally, and you look back and they go. <laughs> Look, all I'm saying is I've had four injections and my 5G signal has never been better. Yep. <laughs> well, the whole thing with the fucking 5G towers. Jesus Christ. I mean, Ooh, 5G the... towers are killing birds. They're fucking not. You can see that one with the video where it's like a perfect tree. One half is alive, the other half is dead. And it's just like, that's just, that's just fucking... That's nature. That's global warming, my friend. That's not the 5G tower. And people are going up to a microwave readers and going, oh, oh. <laughs> it's going to yeah. melt your brain. <laughs> 
I've got a mate at work. Every Saturday, he uh, sends me an abusive message on on Discord. Right, that's what that message notification just was. What he said to you? Uh, well, we've got um, so it's various ones are just get cunt. Um, <laughs> I've got one that's just said Saturday with a shrugging emoji. Uh, the day after Saturday, and you're still a cunt. Um, it's Saturday, and you're a lovely young man. Um, to which I replied, what's the catch? Um, the next week, he sent me a gif of Jack Sparrow saying, yes, I lied to you. Uh, <laughs> so that was a week in the making. Um, one day, he just sent me a message that just said, abusive message. Um... Then he sent me one of Jack Sparrow saying, but why is the rum gone? And then called me a cunt. And he went, you get it? I, enjo- I joined in with your pirate theme. Did you enjoy it? Because I was out on pirate night that night. And I said, very thematic. Point to you. Um, can't be asked to think. You're a cunt. Abusive message. Shut the fuck up, Randall. Shut the fuck up. Uh, you have a smelly face. And today's is... Your left t- left big toe is a nonce. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, just every every Saturday, I just get some form of abusive message from him. <laughs> I, I I do like the ones that he's. Uh, <laughs> left, it's quite inventive. Your left toe is a nonce. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so. I think that's probably a good note to end it on. I think that's a, think that's a merch quote that we need to put on t-shirt. Put your left big toe is a nonce. nonce yeah. um, we can certainly look into it. Maybe not have nonce at I'm the gonna, front I'm of the gonna t-shirt. Get, I'm going to get a really cheap Fiverr artist to create a noncey left toe drawing. and I'm going to get. That What's that? Is that like a really bad moustache like with a trench coat? Is... I did it a bush after delivering a Valentine's Day card, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, on that note, everybody, I think we're done. Okay. Thank you for... Fan-fucking-tastic. Uh, thank you for listening. Take care and toodles. See you next week. Bye.